Files Attack, a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship. I'm Mella, here with Josh, Lacey, and Rashawn. What it do, y'all? What's up? What's going? up? Hey, guys. <gasps> Who is that? A surprise. <laughs> <laughs> you all, we have a very special guest coming onto the podcast today. Please welcome one of my very best friends, Homer Gonzalez. Hey, Homer. Welcome to the podcast, Homer. Hi, everyone. I am so excited to be here. So me and Homer, we're best friends. We're um, both from Texas. We met, oh, Lord, um, when Homer was a little baby. Oh. We did, I think, The Wizard of Oz together. Was that our first show? Who was who? Bitch, I was the Wicked Witch of the West. Don't get confused. Homer was Dorothy. <laughs> pictures. I mean, pictures immediately. I was a couple of characters. Um, <laughs> it was one of those shows. Everybody played everybody. And then on different nights, we would all switch. So yeah. mm-hmm. Classic children's theater. <laughs> yeah. So some yeah. nights I was Uncle Henry. Some nights I was the wizard himself. <laughs> other nights i was an Aussian, and it was so much fun and i was also like 13 12 i was really small yeah like i i think i have a couple of those shows i'm sure you do too homer on vhs that i would love to just look at because i know they weren't good we should do a cinephile attack episode on our wizard of oz the wizard <laughs> On VHS. I'm fucking down. 1999. Just roasting all the children. <laughs> what are these choices? Costumes? What's this happening? This kid didn't even learn his fucking lines. This casting? Off. Mm. Hate it. <laughs> so we, we know each other through children's theater, but we've <laughs> developed a friendship long since, um, and we did so many shows together. I miss it. Yeah. We got love for each other and that's about it. I feel like this is what Tracy felt like whenever she auditioned for the Corny Collins show. Oh, I'm, I already jumped the gun. We haven't even <laughs> announced. Oh my gosh. I'm just really excited to be here. Rashawn is pissed. This is an editing nightmare. <laughs> um, well, welcome to the pod. We're super excited to have you. What have you been watching lately? What are you doing? What's been up? Tell us all about it. I'm sure just with the rest of the world, we're all just streaming everything and mm-hmm. catching up on mm-hmm. things that we wish we would have seen when we didn't have the time to. And I'm a little bit late to the party, but I just finished Shit's Creek. And yeah. I'm changed. I'm a different person. I feel... Like, I slept on that show for so long, and anyone else who's sleeping on it needs to wake up. I'm just... <laughs> wake their asses up, Homer. Wake up. You have, like, you have stuff to do. 
I also recently saw Eternal Sunshine for the first time. <gasps> you did? Lazy, Which I, again, how did I sleep on that for so long? Oh, please tell me you loved it. It was the best. I want <laughs> to be in a relationship with them. <laughs> and a thruple? Be yeah, a thruple with them? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it was just so, like, fascinating and it seemed so genuine going through their memories and it was just so cool loved the story i love the movie it's Lacey's favorite movie we've connected on a lot the last thing i want to do is be in a throuple with joel and clementine i was gonna say are you sure (laughs) i don't necessarily think that's the healthiest relationship to be a part of but (laughs) i just want to be their friends you know yeah Mm -hmm. seeing Mm -hmm. them just like hanging out i know it was like pretty toxic (laughs) but um but i mean they had fun times yeah they had good times amidst like other things but i guess the feeling that he had of like i don't want to forget her anymore just kind of made me reflect on like Mm -hmm. yeah even in like bad times it's all worth something, you know? It's not just for nothing. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, just that kind of message really stuck with me. Damn, we deep today. Mm. I know. I can hear Jim Carrey in my head with the, I want to call it off. I want to call it off. We, we got to change the Homer. subject before Lacey spires. I know. She's going to just start quoting. So good. Well, Homer, we like to start off very nice. And welcome you to the show with a little hospitality. So, what is the movie that made you a cinephile? Okay, so I had to think about this. And I think it goes back to when I was a kid and just that that movie that just shook me and was... Please say Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> oh, no. Stop trying to make Mighty Joe Young happen. <laughs> Not on my list. Um, <laughs> not quite on my list, but um, uh, it was Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure for me. Yeah, it was just Yo. so fantastic. I had never watched something that I was like, "This is funny in such a weird way that I understand." And it was, it was just the best movie, and it kind of led to just my love for Tim Burton, everything Mm. after that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have yet to see it. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Mella. I know. It's a banger. I know. I think because I I know that it's weird. And I'm like, is it weird but not funny? But then I know people like Homer and our, our mutual friend Edson, they love this movie. So I'm like, okay, we have the same humor. So I feel like I have to see this. It holds up. It's Pee Wee. Come on. No, I know. I'll get to it. Put on the list. <laughs> the list that just keeps growing and growing. <laughs> it really does. It just keeps getting freaking longer. All right, Homer, for $1 million, what movie could you quote top to bottom, start to finish? It has to be Mean Girls for me. Yes. I feel like yeah. it, that, that's that movie for a lot of people, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a classic. Our generation is like branded with it. Absolutely. I feel like we speak in Mean Girls quotes mm-hmm. without even realizing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and especially if you sneak in a, like a really obscure Mean Girls quote and somebody 
picks it up. Fuck We're yeah. cool. <laughs> the litmus test. How specific are your Mean Girls quotes? Yeah. I do that with Will Ferrell movies and like Step Brothers and Anchorman. Step Brothers, yeah. And they're lost on everybody, mm-hmm. including mm-hmm. my wife. Mm-hmm. All right. Nicety's over. Oh, damn. The hospitality's boring. Homer, it's time to pick a bone. If you could pick one opinion that one or multiple of us have had from any previous episode that you've heard, what would it be? Air your grievances. All right. Well, here we go. So in y'all's WandaVision episode. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we. Oh, thank God. He's brand new, brand new. <laughs> I was wondering why you weren't in that, Carmela. Oh, I was uh, <laughs> I was stuck in the town. I didn't get out. I liked it there. <laughs> it was, was nice. stuck in the hex. I was in that hex, baby. <laughs> I choose not to go back to real life. I liked it. <laughs> Bella effectively avoided any criticism from either side by not being in the episode, and Homer said, bitch, you can't avoid me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to reel you into this discussion. So, um, Rashawn said, um, he made a comment that said, I want permanent consequences, and I want death to be final. And that conversation just kind of got me thinking, I don't think this is necessarily a bone to pick, but more of my two cents on that, because I was screaming. Um, I also, I'm very removed from the MCU, um, which I feel like just saying MCU is like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't have the points to say that, but yeah, I get that. Cause it sounds like I know what MCU is, but same Homer, same. I kind of agree with that in, in the sense that it almost feels a little bit anticlimactic whenever there's like hope that they're gonna like see each other again you know just be wrong and strong just say tell your bad opinion loudly it's okay except he's not wrong so let the man speak i just want i guess what i'm trying to say is like if vision is out of the picture make him out of the picture if the kids are going to be out of the picture make them out of the picture say that and agatha like if we're gonna do away with her let's not like you know, like, let's do it. Let's not put her on ice. But I, I want her. I, 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 I don't know. I'll, so, give, you, I'll give you the the, the vision thing. And ma- the kids thing is a more comic accurate thing. I'll, I'll, but with Agatha, I, I think it's intentional. I think she's coming back. Oh, we know it's on purpose. We can see them doing it. Yeah. yeah and that is that bad? Yeah. No, because she's 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 not dead. So I feel like that that's fine. Yeah, with Agatha, I think the Agatha thing is fine. I, I'll give you a little leeway on Vision. I'll push back on the kid. I oh said a god. little. I said a little. Yes. Oh my god. I'm going to push back on the kids, though, because that's something I don't, that I think they're following the comics with, but it's a spoiler, so I'm not going to say. So I'm going to quietly disagree on the kids' part. I see. And, and again, like, just being removed from it, I'm... I guess I'm not sure where the story is going to go after this or like how the the characters are going to evolve. But it kind of got me thinking, Josh, you said, you know, when you watch Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man's not going to die. And you just like know that because it's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of feel the same way about like Harry Potter, where as that's going on, it's like, well, the movie's Harry Potter. He's, you know... 
He's gonna like have close calls, but at the end of the day, he's gonna be all right. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. To that point, Homer, what is this series called? Wandavision. <laughs> Vision. So, <laughs> but it just kind of. I don't know. I didn't see the movie where I guess he died before this takes place. Which one? <laughs> does he die? How many times does he die? This is the fourth time. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I have mixed emotions about the resurrection of characters, but the one that I'm super cool with is Michael Myers <laughs> in um, Halloween. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Whatever, you guys. I thought you were talking about the actor, Mike Myers. <laughs> Mike Myers. <laughs> he and can Austin also Powers. come back. Austin Powers needs to be resurrected. Um, <laughs> no, but the Halloween movies I love, and it's always just so unreasonable why he comes back because he dies after every movie. <laughs> but I just love it, and I don't care. And you and Rashawn don't get tired of that, but you're going to complain about... Oh, my God. Thanks, Homer. Thanks for the ammo. Let him go off, Homer. It's fine. <laughs> Bold talk about resurrection coming from the horror movie king. Because Halloween is not about dealing with the grief of losing Michael Myers. It might be. It ain't. <laughs> <laughs> what is grief if not Jamie Lee Curtis persevering? <laughs> Rashawn, um, bone with you. Specifically, we're not done. We're not done. I'm not done. I just have a quick one. Okay. <laughs> Your comment on the week to week format of WandaVision. I I loved the element of week to week being brought back to 2021, where I can go through the week and be excited for a show. And I feel like that in just streaming times um that excitement has kind of been removed and mm -hmm. so it was cool for me to kind of have a new episode to look forward to at the end of the week so i liked it i think that format is coming back to stay for big shows because companies saw with hbo with game of thrones the final two seasons of this still the weekly they got millions of dollars of free publicity each Sunday from people tweeting about going on social media, talking about the show. So making it a weekly release because of how Twitter works, mm -hmm. it's free publicity. So it's here to stay, Rashawn. Damn, Rashawn, <laughs> just cancel the call. I don't even remember speaking out against it. I think I blacked out. So, <laughs> so I'll give that to you guys. <laughs> okay, Homer, the reason why you're here what are we fighting about today? Today, we're fighting about one of my all-time favorite movies. Let's go. Ever. Yes. Hairspray. Come on! <laughs> it was a time of tradition. A time of values. A time... People who are different, their time is coming. ...to shake things up. Not in Baltimore, it isn't. For anyone who ever wanted something bigger, dancing on that show is my dream. 
There comes a time to break all the rules. Want to be one of the nicest kids in town? Cut school tomorrow and come to audition. No one in this house is auditioning for anything. But, Ma! Amber? Save your personal life for the camera, sweetie. Oh, shiny. All right, so Hairspray is a 2007 musical film based on the 1988 John Waters film with the same name. The movie follows Tracy Turnblad as she pursues stardom as a dancer on a local TV show and rallies against racial segregation. Hairspray is directed by Adam Shankman and has an all-star cast. If I was cooler, I would do this in a roll call, but I'm just going to rattle off all these names. We got Nikki Blonsky, John Travolta, Michelle Pfeiffer, Elijah Kelly, Amanda Bynes, We Miss You Where You At Girl, Queen Latifah, Zach Bobby Efron, James Daddy Marsden, Christopher Walken, and Brittany So. Christopher Walken doesn't get a daddy? <laughs> he gets a baby girl. Ooh, baby girl. <laughs> Hairspray. I will take no slander. I'm going to start that right fucking now. So Josh, here's looking at you. I'm just saying it. I'm just covering all my bases. I think it's lazy. What? I love the predictions of who's going to hate the movie before we start. Rashawn did say lazy. I was like, I think it's a sneak attack. I think it's going to be lazy. <laughs> so to actually like bring it back to me and Homer's community theater. So 2007, we're doing Grease at the time. And all of our cast went to go see Hairspray in the theater. And I remember feeling like, yeah, it's pretty much what we're doing on stage. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking was it? This looks familiar. Yeah, it's pretty much what we're doing. (laughs) Different times. What the fuck? No, we weren't. But man, went to watch Hairspray and I have the two disc set. So the first disc is the movie, and then the second disc is all the features. Bitch, I couldn't find the actual DVD, like the first one. I have run that DVD (laughs) to shreds. I have no idea where it's at. In college, I would put this on like every night to go to bed. Or if I was having a bad day, I would just pop it on, hop into Baltimore real quick, have a good fucking time, and that was it. That's telling. Yeah? I feel like everyone has that kind of movie, and that's like Apex personality test. Rashawn, was yours? Scream. Ugh, scream <laughs> 2. Scream 2. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I'm in a bad mood. Scream 2. Yeah, I've walked in on some of those. Homer Lacey? This movie is definitely one of those, like, palate cleansers, 100. too. Where, like, if you watch something really disturbing, let's say you're shook after watching Midsummer, and you just need, like, a visual refresh, put hairspray on, and then go to sleep. And you might not have nightmares. I don't know. <laughs> it's but so true. Hairspray's that movie for me. Nightmares merge the two movies. Oh, shit. That'd be an awful dream. That is a double feature. Hairspray. Fucking awesome, dude. Hairspray meets Midsummer meets Hereditary meets... Jersey Boys. (laughs) So your first time was watching it with me, I believe. How many times do you think you've seen it since? Just ballpark. Ball? Oh. uh, I, I know, it's hard. I can't even... It sounds like an unrealistic number, but in the hundreds of times i don't Honestly. know oh my <laughs> it's God. so good at least because i'm at the point where 
I, I, you know, like you watch a movie a lot and you know the lines, but this, I know the movements of characters now. It's, it's sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a wholesome, upbeat, feel good movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, thank you guys so much for coming to the podcast. That's it. <laughs> There's nothing else to say. Okay. No. Okay. Let's get into it. So. Like I told you guys in the in the text thread, casting director snapped. Absolutely snapped. Fantastic. Brittany Snow being Michelle Pfeiffer's daughter, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Ah. They look identical. I enjoy this movie. What? <laughs> but I don't know if I enjoy the musical. I think. Let me. What this. the fuck? <laughs> I think all of Tracy's songs suck. Oh I, my god, Josh. Josh. I think. They're boring, I think. I can hear the bells is boring. Yes. It's so long. It's the same four measures over and over and over. Same with Good Morning Baltimore. Good Goodbye. Do not <laughs> talk Unplug about Good Morning Baltimore. That is a banger. I need to go take a walk, y'all. What, a banger? Dude, this <laughs> a movie banger. is jam-packed with bangers. Wall to wall. Yes, it is. This movie is jam-packed with bangers. It doesn't start with one. Okay. I can tell you that. No. All right. It's a you great crazy, opener. Crazy it's a great opener. <laughs> we establish what? everything. No. From the top. There are no motifs for the for the movie and musical as a whole. It's just it's you just get this one melody and this one rhythm over and over and over and over and over. It's it's an opening number, not an overture. You don't need to hear the well, whole Well, if you if there's not gonna be an overture, give me motifs in the opening number then. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think it does a great job at like establishing the scene. The right. People in Baltimore no, it doesn't. What? You <laughs> see? What people does it establish? The drunk? The rats on the street? When do you There's see the them again? The that lives next door. The, when, do you see, when do you see the drunk again? We, it's it, in her day-to-day. Right, she sees him every if day. If it's in her day-to-day, let me see it more than once. No, we get that she is a chunky girl and she's got some dreams to dance. That's we the get whole that thing every of the second of the movie. We get that they beat you over the head. And with she that. she sits her dump trunk on a dump trunk, <laughs> and then that is the finale of the song. What are you talking about? Rashawn saw that in his mind. He took that bullet, loaded it into the chamber, and he's like, "Oh, I can't wait to say this." Yeah, thing. that that gun was hot, baby. <laughs> Damn, Josh, you really came hot. I don't like Tracy's songs. Every other song by every other character goes hort. <laughs> I don't like Tracy's dude. Wow. All of Link's songs, uh, 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 I mean, Run and Tell That's unbelievable. Uh, what's her name? Velma's song, even. All of it. I don't like Tracy's songs. What were you going to say, Homer? <laughs> I'm done with Josh for a moment. Uh-huh. I was just going to speak to how the lyric she sings. I know every step. I know every song. I know there's a place where I belong. Just bars. When she sings that, I really felt that. Homer's such a calming energy that I'm not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I I feel wrong like coming at that because I'm like, he's right and he's so sincere about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I was so young and impressionable whenever I saw this. And like Carmela said, we were super involved in theater, but it it almost it always felt so much bigger than us. Yeah. And so whenever she's singing about like these hopes and dreams, I'm like, I feel that because that's me, you know? Oh. I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> You know who's quiet over here. Yeah. Lacey. I'm just enjoying the show. <laughs> I'm just having a good time. I, I'm... A penny for your thoughts, Mrs. Vetter. A penny Pinkleton for your thoughts, please. So here's how I feel about Hairspray. Hairspray was the first show I ever saw on Broadway in New York. And it rocked my world. Absolutely. That was a moment I was like, I want to do that. I want to be on stage and I want to do that. Um, I have a very tender place in my heart because of that. And this movie pretty much lives up to it. Oh, thank God. Yes. <laughs> I was holding my We love her setup. Where is she going with this? You know, there are moments and parts that I would pick apart because I was so obsessed with the original Broadway cast and that soundtrack. There are moments throughout the movie I can see why they don't necessarily work for some people but for me i love it i'm around i'm here for the whole journey the whole ride opening song to closing number where you can't stop to breathe let's get it. it let's go and then we're gonna play the end credits because there's songs on there too like it yes stop that's here's okay so i'll start it off with this i am so sad that we missed out on mama i'm a big girl now Mm-hmm. so sad because I fucking love that song and like Penny has always been a dream role for me so sad we missed that in the movie um I'm so sad that the Von Tussles didn't get their redemption verse in You Can't mm-hmm. Stop the Beat like they do in the musical I get it like you need the bad guy I think, I think it works for them in a movie okay whatever yeah, I, I do too. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. Hostility is that I know you do. I know everybody does, but I miss. No, I it. love, I love their part in "You Can't Stop the Beat," but yeah, I don't, I don't think it could have worked in the movie. With Michelle Pfeiffer, she can make literally anything work. Girl, you preach it to the choir. This is not fair. She knows what she's doing right now. She knows yeah, that she this does. is not fair. I think because she, because she's so deliciously evil, Michelle Pfeiffer is just. With the roll of an eye. She's just so damn good. Their redemption at the end of the musical is very short and brief and cartoonish a little bit that I don't think it would work in the movie. But the whole... It would. (laughs) The whole movie is... Like, that's what I think Hairspray does so well versus other movie musicals is it feels like a campy musical. Like, it feels big and it feels staged. But I don't think Michelle's playing it camp the way that Von Tussel on stage is. Like she's like Velma on stage is cartoonish and I don't think Michelle Pfeiffer is playing that at all. I don't think like, she's playing it cartoonish, but she is playing it campy. She's in a campy movie, but she is like pure vile. Like she's straight up. I think her racism in the show is very light and fluffy, mm. but in the movie like no way. And I don't You're think racist. it's redeemable yeah. by the end of the movie. That's fair. That's Look, fair. I could, 
you guys want to talk about Michelle Pfeiffer for the rest of the hour? Hold on. We ain't got that time today. <laughs> Can we talk about Alice and Janney then? Oh my god! Please, always. Oh, so we do have time for Alice and Janney. Hell yeah. We always do. Never seen that beehive hard again. I mean, that's a huge reason I'm so sad about Mom, I'm a Big Girl Now. That would have been like Allison's big right. moment. She, I think, is only in three scenes. And we, we, she kills it every time. I mean, this is with any movie. I don't even have to say this, but, and she's also like top build for being in three scenes. Allison <laughs> Janney's a nuclear bomb in any movie she's in. <laughs> Absolutely. She's a nuclear mom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like any mom role, she'll take it and then mm-hmm. take it to a whole other plane. Yeah. Absolutely. She's the best mom in like in all her different moms. <laughs> <laughs> in any mom role. Yeah. Juno, loving caring mom. I Tanya, <laughs> scary mom. Speaking She's of a queen. speaking of moms, this was off the mic. I had asked Josh, totally unrelated to hairspray, but it, it it'll it'll get there. Who he would choose between Nick Cage and John Travolta? And so I think you chose Nick Cage, right? There we go. Yeah, barely. Barely. So when I was watching this, I was like, okay, I, I need to know what he thinks about Johnny T as Edna. Okay. So the question was Nick Cage or John Travolta. And it, it mattered a lot. Are we talking on screen, off screen, mm-hmm. previous roles? them as a person i i have zero respect for anybody that's as deep into scientology as john travolta is period i think it's a dangerous organization that does a lot of harm mm-hmm. i think he destroys his edna <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. so good Fuck he's yeah. so good i hate how good he is like yeah. i want to dislike him you can't he really can't. he sells that shit it's so uh, i would have given anything to see Harvey Fire scene in, in in man, I can't. I like. I can't. I can't find anything bad to talk about his performance as Adna, dude. I will say though, I read the other options for who was considered for the role, and it made me go, oh, because <laughs> it was Steve Martin, Robin Williams, oh. and Tom Hanks. I would have loved to see Steve Martin. Actually, I would have loved to see Steve Martin in, in yeah, as Wilbur. Yeah, I don't think any three of them. I love them so much. I don't think they could have done. I feel like maybe Robin Williams. Robin Williams can do could have done anything. But the thing is, I feel like Sean. <laughs> no, not this. Yes, I'm sorry. he could. Ha- oh my god. What's wrong? I was gonna say if it's Robin, I feel like sometimes he would want to like. It's not Edna's story, you know. Like she has a storyline. Rashawn's really out here acting like yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire never happened. I'm saying. I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire. Relax your tits. <laughs> no. I would Steve Martin. Not your tits. <laughs> I would have loved to see Steve Martin as Wilbur. Yeah. I think he would have destroyed that. as Wilbur. Just uh, Walken's great too. But. They're so good together. There's not. There's not. I love this movie. By the way, it's. I think it is perfect from start to finish the casting there's not a single person who is off their game and i just Mm -hmm. think it when you have a movie like that no country for old men won the oscar this year but then i look at a movie like hairspray and i'm like this movie just fucking works like i'm not trying to say 
It's better than No Country for Old Men. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> Hairspray is just a movie that's firing on all cylinders. And I don't care. Don't talk to me about quality or camp or whatever. Like, Hairspray is just a 10 out of 10 movie. You just can't deny it. You can watch it and try to pick it apart. But by the end of the movie, you're just, you can't stop the beat, you know? <laughs> Quit it. You can't stop the beat. This might be a conversation for a later episode. But there's definitely a discussion that needs to be had about two of my favorite movies ever are are Bruce Almighty and The Hurt Locker. One of them won Best Picture, and one of them I've seen probably over 30 times because I think Mm -hmm. it's a better movie. But one of them is more dramatic and has heavier acting and has Mm -hmm. all these thematics. And one of them has a dog peeing bit. Like (laughs) There's a conversation that needs to be had about Best picture being the grittiest and the darkest versus just a better overall movie with casting and 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 writing and and acting and but that's for a later day. Uh, well, I just wanted to talk about Poppy a little bit. Who? Yeah, Poppy. Zac Efron. Oh my God, you guys! <laughs> Not when he came on screen, I was literally taken aback. Yeah. At what Not a like baby he looks like. Oh, yeah. He looks like an <laughs> infant in this movie. Oh, my God. And then I felt really old. But when you were watching it at 16, 17. Oh, he was perfect. Mm, perfect. Little gap, little flick. Ooh. <laughs> it is kind of a stark contrast from, like, watching Grease, where they're, like, full-grown <laughs> adults <laughs> as... <laughs> High schoolers. Homeboy so. with the hairline. Yeah. <laughs> James Marston. Uh. James Marston. Oh, oh my, my God. God. He <laughs> destroys, oh my. dude. I turned to Josh halfway through and I was like, if I found out James Marsden in real life was an asshole, I don't know that any other celebrity would like hurt me as much as that because I love him so much. You he guys, is- I've met him. Oh! <gasps> No. And he is so nice and so normal. Oh. And that's all. Yes, he's handsome, but like <laughs> dripping is the only word. He's dripping <laughs> with charm. Yes. And like charisma and just like swagger. That's I think I love his character so much because I feel like he could easily just be a TV host. You know, he could be a TV host, he could be Corny Collins and that's it. But I feel like you know, maybe it's the writing, it's probably a lot of James Marsden, but he has this side to him even when he the camera is off. Like, he still wants to make this, you know, integration happen. And I feel like James Marsden's charisma, charm, all of it works with that. He's such a good host. <laughs> it's amazing. That smile. And like, ugh, it's... Ugh. Just gushing the whole time. Yeah, like Ultra Clutch. They actually, do y'all remember they made real Ultra Clutch whenever the movie came out? Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. And I wanted one so bad. I know. I was just, it was like Hairspray was like entering my real life and it was like, what's happening? (laughs) 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 It was so good. Okay, so you said, Lacey, that you could pick apart some parts? Like what? 
<laughs> she held on to that. I told you. She didn't I forget. I told you the parts I would pick apart. I missed the verse and you can't stop the beat. I missed Mama, I'm a big girl now. Okay. I, I wanted more of Penny's mom. And honestly, here's the thing. I wanted more of Penny. And I, <laughs> Homer, you might not know. Josh Mella and Rashawn know. I fucking love Amanda Bynes. <laughs> I love her. Um, and I, if you are listening, Amanda, I am so happy you are finding happiness and I am rooting for you. We miss you. We miss you, but I'm happy for you, do you? It felt like, for me, Penny in the movie was different than Penny in the musical. And mm. it felt like Amanda wasn't really told what to do with Penny. She was kind of awkward, but she was more just kind of like a sidekick. Her character in the musical that when she has this big sexual awakening is like a huge moment. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, it just didn't feel like, I don't know. It just didn't feel as big or important to the storyline. I think. Speaking as someone who watched it at a 16 years old, that moment worked (laughs) (laughs) for you. For you, but like, I don't know. Yeah. And maybe that's coming from the frame of reference of seeing the musical beforehand and the penny right. that I saw was fucking unreal. But I just wanted more from it. And it's fucking Amanda Vines. Right. Let her go off. Let her be crazy quirky, you know? Let her do her own thing. I don't know. It felt like Tracy is this really big character and they didn't want her overshadowed in any sort of way rather than it being two weird girls who fangirl over this tv show i don't know she feels a little closer to the penny from the 1988 movie movie yeah who is very which i just watched for the first time and that penny is just unwavering full support of her friend Mm -hmm. and they Mm -hmm. and i feel like they go more that route than on stage i also saw the musical before the movie and and penny is this larger than life quirk like she is just quirk personified which is why Um, i love her i I know (laughs) and why you probably hated her no i think i think what amanda Bynes does (laughs) is also how i feel about michelle pfeiffer is that they fine-tune it for the movie mm-hmm. that Edna and Tracy and to an extent Motormouth can still be larger than life on screen. Mm-hmm. But most of the other characters kind of have to tone it down for film. It felt like Amanda was always there for the movie parts, but when it turned into a musical, she kind of faded away. Maybe that maybe she doesn't have experience dancing or it was just a product of a cut. But yeah, anytime it was a movie, it felt like Amanda Bynes was doing her thing and she was great and amazing. But anytime it, it switched back to a musical gear, she kind of faded into the background. She has that character nailed down. Yeah. And it's it's just so cool, but I think it's all very subtle. Whereas Penny is is in the on stage is is huge. Just bigger. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Speaking of dancing, Elijah Kelly is a a powerhouse. He's, I call him a tornado. He's incredible in this. How did this not skyrocket him yeah. after this movie? You know why. I know. I know. I left the movie feeling hopeful. 
<laughs> we all did. There was uh so many times where, especially his run and tell that, where I'm like, God damn, I would be out of breath. Dude, oh run and tell that. It's crazy. Right. Like, there is no, even in my, my best years, I don't think I could do that. He is so good. I mean, obviously at dancing and singing, but even just the little tender moments he has with Penny, mm. like from the ki- little kiss to the actual kiss. So it's good. so good. They have so many small moments where they just look at each other. And yeah. as a viewer, you're like, what's happening? And then you just kind of imagine what her mom would, how her mom would react. And then you see her mom right. react later and it's just... Oh my gosh, it's so funny. I didn't see the musical first. I saw the movie first and then the musical. So when I saw the musical, I was like, oh, wow, Penny has a lot to do. Because it's Amanda Bynes and because it's Alice and Janney, they make up for the lack of story. You Like Homer said, you mm-hmm. just get that. Oh my God, Penny, she's kissing a black guy. Her mom's going to fucking lose it. Like you already just know what's going to happen because the way these characters have set it up for you. I mean, yeah, you know, you know, Prudy Pingleton's whole deal with Allison Janney. You know her whole deal. Four seconds when she, mm-hmm. four seconds in, because Allison Janney carries herself exactly like Prudy. Mm-hmm. You know exactly what's going on with their relationship and for with Penny hiding and then Prudy entering. You know, done with like that slight dirty joke where you can kind of tell she's a hypocrite, where she has yeah. questionable stains on her dresses, and you're just like. Are you as are you as better as you present to be? But you're holding a lockdown right. on your daughter. They're just the two of them are great. Without that show, I am nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down. That's that was one of my favorite lines. It's such a great line. <laughs> so I had a question for y'all specifically on that line. So you know how Penny and Tracy obviously are huge fans of this show. They watch it all the time. They want to be on it. So just curious what that show was for y'all where you just had to tune in every time it was going to come out and you just had let kind of going back to the week to week format excitement. uh, What was that show for y'all? Power Rangers. (laughs) Every day. Not surprising. I'm watching it doing Kung Fu with them. I'm calling my own Zord down. Power Rangers. Amazing kind of similar to Corny Collins' American Bandstand. I was in middle school, high school with the rise of American Idol. And mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson, Ruben, Fantasia. I mean, I was calling in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, calling in. Minutes, minutes were what? Used. All the time. Fucking <laughs> time. I think I all the way till Carrie Underwood season... And then, you know, the fatigue started to set in and people kind of turned on it. But American Idol, those first four or five years was the shit. That was like appointment television. Who's calling in? Jennifer Hudson. It was just, it was everything. Yeah, it was a phenomenon. Yeah. Blaze? Two came to mind because if we're talking like obsessed at the TV, have to be watching it. My family was a survivor family. Every week we were there for the drama, for the torture, for the stinkiness. 
all of it. <laughs> I've kind of fallen off in the last couple of years, but family time was whatever it was, Tuesday night Survivor. But as far as I watched every episode and it made me want to be on the show, made me want to be on TV, it was Boy Meets World. Yes. Like I fucking love Topanga <laughs> Lawrence. Um, I was, I, I am Topanga Lawrence. <laughs> that show... I felt like I was growing up with them mm-hmm. as well. Um, so I felt a really deep connection to that that whole story. Mine was Degrassi, The Next Generation. No. Baby. Yes. Yes. When I told you that I told my mom I will be moving to Canada when I'm 18, <laughs> I am not fucking lying. I was like, I will be on that show. I will be hanging out. It is happening. I watched... I mean, I think it went on after the next generation to like a whole new cast and I stopped there. But every Friday. Is that why you love Drake so much? Fuck yeah. (laughs) I was there when he was Jimmy, (laughs) Aubrey, and now he's Drake. Yes, Champagne Poppy all the time. Um, I have a couple. So all that was definitely a show I needed. Oh my God, yes. I just oh needed to God. be on it. Like, the even just from the opening where they're, like, jumping on a trampoline. And I was like, yeah. I I can see myself doing this. Like, I'm an actor. I am ready for Hollywood. I'm ready for all that. I was so <laughs> just invested in that show and the cast. Um, and then fast forward a little later, the early seasons of Glee were so good Mm. and it was just one of those shows for me where you know we would have our rehearsals or whatever and I would have to like speed home to make it in time (laughs) and we would all watch it together it was so good um but yeah couldn't miss an episode and yeah that was another one of my favorites okay before we move on to play a game does anyone have anything bad to say about hairspray <laughs> i can't tell but it feels like you're looking at me i am looking and dead i want to be very clear i like hairspray i think tracy's songs are boring i'm not getting into this again because you're I, that's wrong. all i wanted to say i wanted to state my case i like the movie i i used lady's choice as an audition song for like two years what yeah so i am a fan Okay. I just think Tracy's songs are boring. All right. Well, I'll pretend I didn't hear that part. Yeah, title to your opinion, and yeah. you're wrong. <laughs> That's right. Shout out to the queen. We didn't. We didn't give her her due. Oh. Oh my god. I yeah. We can have a whole separate podcast on Queen Latifah only. She is just phenomenal. I know where I've been. Just Cry every time. stab me, twist it, like. <laughs> Just like throw me out the window. She's <laughs> so good. And again, nothing against Nikki Blonsky. I I, rem- I remember the whole the search for Tracy Turnblad. That was great. She does great. It's not her. No, you said what you said. You said <laughs> what you said. No, I'm saying clear. Tracy's like as in Tracy's songs from the musical. I'm not saying Nikki is boring. I'm saying Tracy's songs are boring. You could have Alice and Jandy singing them, and I would still think they're boring. Hmm. That is just so sad, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Queen Latifah's the best. (laughs) She's so, so good. You talk about movie star and then she comes in with Big Blonde and Beautiful. Oh my God. Mm. Man, she's the best. 
braised pork. Mm. Anyway. Okay, I know we want to move on, but just also quick shout out to the entire ensemble. Every flash mob that happened and giant musical number, you know, just just from like the costumes, the energy, facial expressions, everybody was like 150% at all times. I read, I think it's the girl playing Brenda. She was a little girl and look who's talking. And John Travolta played her dad. Isn't that no so way. cute? No I know. I never knew that Aww. until That's I started reading crazy. the trivia. I was like, whoa, 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 what? That's cute. Full circle. A little reunion. Cute. The ensemble is off the chain. All right, you guys. You ready for a game? Say it. Say the line right. Oh, um, <laughs> who wants to play a game? Jake Saw would be mad if he didn't. <laughs> say it again. Okay. <laughs> slower you guys who wants to play a game <laughs> say it again i'm giving you options or <laughs> yeah do it a different way all right everyone gird your loins it don't matter if you win by an inch or a guessing games come on and do it or play with me okay so for this game we're gonna need some teams i already oh, pre-picked them because uh, I just know y'all. So we're gonna do Homer and Lacey and Josh and Roshan. Oh, dip. Ooh. It's time to bury the hatchet. Let's go, Homer. We be friends for now. <laughs> the name of this game. Are you ready? What is this? Oh, God. It's called Mellis Place After Midnight. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, we're going to pretend that y'all came over to my garage. I got the braised pork. I got the ham hocks and I'm going to be throwing some records on and they are all musical records. Okay. I'm not a singer, so I'm not going to sing them. I'm going to read them and you have to tell me the name of the musical it came from and for a bonus point, the person singing it. The actor character? The character. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh boy. Ready? Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you have to wait till I finish the lyric, Joshua. Okay. Wow. I tried to choose songs that are not the most popular because I feel like everyone here is well versed with musicals. Uh, so keep that in mind. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna start easy. When I think of home, I think of a place where there's love overflowing. I wish I was home. I wish I was back where the things I've been knowing. I saw Rashani first. What? (laughs) That is Dorothy from The Wiz. Yes! Do you want to sing a little bit? Hit it. No. Oh, my God. I got so excited. Like, my heart started racing. Two points, baby. I was like, okay, we go. That's for the Patreon. Here we go. Next one. It's a little harder. He came out of the darkness in the middle of the night, blazing like a mother with a fist of dynamite. He ain't fooling no one on that pile of chrome and steel, burning up the pavement like he was some kind of wheel. For Sean? It's from Greece? Try again. So close. Josh? It's from Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Josh! Oh, man. 
Rashawn, would you like to try again? Is it my girl, Michelle Shell? It is Grease 2, yes. and Yeah! He's a cool rider. He, no, this is not that song. Oh. Um, this is when they first see Michael at the bowling alley. Oh, okay. It was a hard one. And this was just the cast. It wasn't Michelle Pfeiffer. But I'll give it to you. One point. One point. You guys now have three points. Are these... Sorry, I should have clarified this. Are these... Stage and movie or only movie? Um, stage and movie. Okay. That's I thought it was only stage. Sorry, Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We We're not done we got yet. This. I knew the first one. So next one. The house began to pitch. The kitchen took a slitch. It landed on the wicked witch in the middle of a ditch, which was not a healthy situation for the wicked witch. Homer and Lacey, the this Wizard is, of Oz. Yes. <laughs> Do you know who sings at Homer? The Munchkins. The the coroner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's either Dorothy or the Munchkins. Yay! Okay. <laughs> We're on the board. You're okay, on the board. All right, here we go. Here she lies. No one knew her worth. The late great daughter of Mother Earth. On these nights when we celebrate the birth. God, everyone. I know it was my teammate, but I think Rashawn was first. I did see Rashawn first. Whatever. You're supposed to wait until he finish- she finishes the lyric before you raise your hand, bitches. I said that. Oh, oh, you waited? No, but neither did you. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> Rashawn? Just because I cheated faster. Uh, Mark from Rent. Yes. Boam. Thank you so much. Yes, that's correct. All right, here we go. We only have two more left. Five two, baby. You guys got to run it. I wasn't jealous before we met. Now every man that I see is a potential threat. And I'm possessive. It isn't nice. You've heard me saying that smoking was my only vice. Oh, no, I know this. Yeah, that sounds hella familiar. I threw it in here for you. I really hate that you're not singing it. It's like really messing with my brain. It makes it harder. Yeah, it does. Can you sing a little bit? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't jealous before we met. Now, now every gun that I see is a potential threat. Yeah, what is it? And now it isn't true. It's Mamma Mia. It's Mamma Mia. Yeah, yes, it is. It's Mama Mama Mia. Mia. And Do you know who sings it? It's, um, oh God, it's the guy. Okay, I'll take that. It's, wait, wait, what's his name? Right? Is she not right? I, I have it as Sophie singing. It's this not part. Sophie that sings that lyric, because it's the lyric is every guy that I see is a potential threat. It's the guy singing it to her. It's Sky. Sky is his name. Look it up. I'll die on this hill. Nobody's trying to kill you. Give it to her. Give it to her. She's spiraling. Yeah, give it to I will her. give it to you. Rashawn was I looking at me you. like this. <laughs> it's four to five. It's okay. For the last one, you guys, maybe I should have threw this one in the mix, but I am serious about this. Wait till the end of the lyric because I feel like- We'll look to see who Yeah, you gotta look hand. at us. Okay. <laughs> We're part of the same place. We're part of the same time. We both share the same blood. We both have the same mind. Oh my God. Rashawn. That's Effie White from Dreamgirls, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, hold on. <laughs> We're part of the same time. <laughs> <laughs> we both have the same blood. 
it's this feels unfair because you threw Wizard of Oz in for Homer, you threw Mamma Mia for Lacey, and you threw Dream Girls in for Rashawn, but you didn't throw Spider Man Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> I know. Do you know a Spider Man Turn Off the Dark song? Uh, I know most of the rejected songs because it's most of Imagine Dragons discography. What? That's true. Uh, most of their first album is uh, they wrote Spider Man Turn Off the Dark. Like Radioactive was is about Spider Man. Oh my god, I didn't know this. That's a bomb ass song. Wow. It is. Well, congratulations, Joe Sean. Does that work? Sure, yeah. I'm okay. first in the name. I'm first build. That's fine. Homer Lacey Joe Shaw. Ooh. Ugh. Too many consonants, dude. Homer Lacey, you did you did a great job too, so That was yeah. We did, Homer. Mounted a comeback. High five through the screen. That was an advanced, like, musical game. It was. <laughs> I had to, I didn't want to put the chorus because I feel like everyone would know it. So, wrapping things up, it seems that we've come to the conclusion that Hairspray, everybody loves Hairspray, even though Josh thinks Nikki Blonsky and Tracy's, uh, Tracy's, uh, uh, Tracy's songs are garbage. Uh, we could just delete that from the record because that's just we're not gonna have wrong opinions on here. Damn, I don't, I don't think he said garbage. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Reel it back, dude. This is a movie that is a palate cleanser. That if you have watched something horrible or you need to make a bad day go good, you can turn it on. It has an amazing cast. To quote Rashawn, they are firing on all cylinders. And it's just a good warm hug every time I watch it. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer stays in her bag. And, and Michelle Pfeiffer, period. Yeah, it's like a it's a good warm hug, but then Michelle Pfeiffer kind of scratches your back a little bit with her nails. And you're like, oh shit. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Make room for my bag because I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> so Homer. Let's at least get a little plug in there for you. What's what's going on? What's next with you? What are you doing? Anything you want to promote? <laughs> I don't know what to promote. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at Homer Gonzalez. Um, what's developing? I don't have any like major projects. <laughs> Hopefully, I can uh, come back and guest on future episodes so literally anytime that would be super fun plug the future episodes that you'll be on down the road oh yeah <laughs> i'm making a list drop the only fans homer <laughs> <laughs> that's in his bio on instagram yeah it's in his link tree don't worry about it. <laughs> i'm having a sale yeah like 50 percent off through uh may jesus <laughs> i love that wow <laughs> he's, he's a discount <laughs> about to lose money uh well thank you so much homer for coming to the pod thank you all so much it's so oh, fun it's a great time it was such a fun one we end each episode with a quick round of six degrees of separation so who can find the fastest connection between queen latifah and the star of the film for next week's episode cameron diaz i think i got it no way. What? Oh, oh. I got it. I think I might have it. Josh, go and then let's see if mine's faster. Okay, let's see. Uh, it probably won't be faster. Um, whatever. God, talking shit and he hasn't even said anything. Queen Latifah is in hairspray. 
with Jerry Stiller, who is in Zoolander with Ben Stiller, who is in There's Something About Mary. I can't remember what he is. That was very quick. Are we allowed to use the movie from this week? Yeah, you can't use... We... Oh, my God. You can't... You can't... Yes, we can! I've done it, like, four times! And you're never supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I did it, I was like, can I do this? And because it was a hard one, you guys were like, yeah, sure. Lacey, what you got? Fine. Because you can follow rules. Queen Latifah was in Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell, who was in Get Hard with Kevin Hart who is in Jumanji uh, with Jack Black, who is in The Holiday with Cameron Diaz. We like that one better. <laughs> Rashawn loves Kevin Hart, confirmed. <laughs> no, I love Jack Black. Fuck off. Oh, no. <laughs> Keep his name out of your mouth. Wrap it up, Carmel. Wrap it up. That is it for this week's episode of When Cinephiles Attack. As always, we'd love if you took a moment and liked and rated us on Apple Podcasts. You can find this and all of our episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CinephileAttack. And if you have a suggestion for a new episode or you just want to show us some love, email us at whencinephilesattack at gmail.com. From Mella, Josh, Lacey, Rashawn, and Homer. That was my Tracy. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. I'm just saying. What? What are you just saying? It's only when I win, rules get enforced. I don't think so. But they have to be enforced because you don't follow them. <laughs> we can't use next week's movie. Or this week's movie. I didn't. No, I'm saying that was the rule we established. Is you can't win, and then suddenly the host can't win, and then we can't okay, use this week's movie rules? for some reason. I don't know why we can't use this week's movie. We've already talked about it, and now the host can't win suddenly. It's like I, we're deciding six degrees at the same time, so why can't the host win? I, it's new to me, too. Congratulations, Lacey. <laughs> Josh, you won. You won. No. You won. Yeah. You won the game. I didn't. Rashawn won. Let's be real. You win like 90% of the stuff we do on here, Josh. Let it go. <laughs> He's crazy. He's crazy. 90, 90 isn't 100.